Queens. Welcome to episode 71 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We have a full week per usual for you this week. We're going to kick things off with a massive collaboration. BTS and Coldplay released their song, My Universe, last week. Charity and I have so many thoughts. Can't wait to dig into this one for you guys. Itzy, the ladies of Itzy released a full album. So there's a lot to talk about there. The gentlemen of AB6 also released a full album. We have two full albums to talk about this evening. Plus, 17 in the Soup has ended. We're going to give you our thoughts on the final episode and wrap up that reality show. NCT 127, Life and Gap Young, it's still going strong. They're still competing and doing all that fun stuff. But NCT 127 Stick Together has ended. So we'll give you our thoughts, recap those episodes for you. Plus, it's K-pop. There's always a lot going on, a lot of news to talk about. We have our songs of the week. And we'll give you a preview of what we're going to discuss next week. Charity, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm enjoying some fall weather finally. Aren't you loving it? Oh, I know. It's so nice. This is my favorite. It's just like... Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. If I could have this weather year round, that's like it. Like September, October weather is my favorite, favorite, favorite. I'm also enjoying a lot of candy corn. I freaking love candy corn. Oh, I know. I am going to say it's very polarizing. You either love it or hate it. I've already gone through two bags in just a month. So What? (laughs) I love candy corn so much. Oh my goodness. You're the only person I know that's ever said that. And then you, you're going through bags of it. It's not even October yet. I love it. As soon as I see it at the grocery store, I'm like, nope, getting it. I can't wait. Oh my goodness. Charity does have a sweet tooth. Yeah. It's listeners know at that. the end of the night. At the end of the night for dessert, I have a handful of candy corn. I love it. Uh, okay. Well, this might not surprise anyone, but I'm not a massive fan. I don't hate it though. I don't think it's like disgusting. It's not like circus peanuts. Like it doesn't gross me out. Ew, I hate those. But I don't like, I'm not a sweets person, so I wouldn't. Yeah, that makes sense. If I'm going to eat sweets, it's definitely not going to be candy corn. To each their own. Again, we're not to October yet, so... Who knows how many more bags? <laughs> we're, we're still in September, but we're towards the end. This will be our last episode of September of 2021. We're getting into spooky season, our favorite, favorite season. Charity Yay. and I both love fall so much. So yeah. I feel like we're in extra good moods because it just feels so nice to walk outside and the air is a little cool, sunny. I can't wait for the trees to turn. Yeah. This is the good time. Good stuff. Welcome everyone who's listening for the first time. We do this podcast once a week. New episodes come out every Thursday. It's episode 71. So obviously this is our 71st time doing it. We like to review new music releases in the K-pop world, talk about different reality shows, news. We really discuss everything that's going on. But our main focus is giving reviews. Uh, We like to review the latest releases and we come from a perspective not only of older fans, you know, we're a little bit older, but we both worked in the music industry. That's actually how we met years and years ago. So we'd like to think we have a little bit of an educated perspective on this stuff, but just to bring you up to speed, if this is your first time listening to all of our loyal queendom, hello. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening with us every week. 
Queendom is how we lovingly refer to our listening community because we're the New York City K-pop queens. This is a royal family, ladies and gents. Thank you for being a part of it. Every week, we ask questions on our Twitter page. If you're not following us, NYC K-pop queens. We like to keep the queendom involved as much as possible. And honestly, we're just curious about your thoughts. So I've got some poll results. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, last week, we talked about NCT 127 and Stray Kids. Charity and I both love both of those groups, and we loved the projects we were talking about, but we differed in some opinions. We differed about the singles. We definitely differed on our Stray Kids music video rankings. <laughs> so a lot of times when stuff like that happens, we give it to the Queendom to decide. Okay. <sighs> Queendom. Mm. All right. So we did a list of our favorite No Easy uh, music videos. At the time of the release of our podcast recording, they had released eight music videos from No Easy. So we ranked them on our favorites. And we asked the Queendom to vote uh, whose list they agreed with most. Charity, you won this one in a landslide. Ooh. 69%. 69% and only 31% voted for me. So <laughs> I was due a win. I was due. What? I see you, you shady little queendom. I see you out there. Like, all right. I really think what happened was because I'm so passionate about Hyunjin and red lights, I think everyone thought I would have red lights higher and I did not. I put red lights at number four. Yeah. Because I had a specific vision that I wanted to see. This wasn't it. So it wasn't my absolute favorite. Now, Charity put red lights at number two. And I really think that could have been the deciding factor because our other like one and threes were the same. They were switched, but they were the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes sense. Anyways, I mean, everyone has opinions. <laughs> Congratulations, Charity. I guess everyone agrees with you and I'm just over here by myself. <laughs> No, that's not true. 31% of you voted for me. So every single one of you, slide into the DMs and let me know. I'll be best friends with you and only you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We appreciate you voting. And there's no like right or wrong answer when it comes to those music videos. Uh, so that's all in good fun. Congratulations to Charity. Your list was great. Uh, we, just had, we just had like a few differences and yeah, it's all yeah. very subjective. So thank you all for voting. We also have been talking a lot about biases changing based on personalities. We love these reality shows. And when there's one that we're both watching and into, we talk about it on the podcast. So we've been talking about the NCT 127 ones. And then In the Soup with 17 has turned us into passionate carrots. We're really loyal fans now. But we were talking about how our biases have changed watching reality shows before. My 17 bias has changed. So we were wondering if that's specific to us because we put so much weight on personality with these guys, or if a lot of people have kind of felt the same way. So we asked, has your bias changed after watching your favorite K-pop groups in a reality show? What's interesting about this is it's the exact same percentage as the last vote, 69% to 31%. But this time, the Queendom agrees, and they said yes. 69% of you, your bias has changed after watching a reality show. I think that's like, it's normal. It's like when you meet someone in person, and maybe you thought they were okay looking, and then you get to know them, and you have the biggest crush. Or someone who you thought was so hot within two sentences, you're not really feeling the vibe. Yeah. 
it's just personality based so, so strong with this. So I don't think I would have switched biases to Utah and the NCT series had I not watched the reality show. Yeah. Think about that. Well, and I'm like obsessed with Hoshi from 17. Obsessed. And he wasn't my bias going into 17 in the soup. And now I like can't imagine him not being my bias. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how personalities just kind of stand out. It's interesting. And it was interesting to kind of see all of your responses. So thank you so much for that. Our friend Meg, she actually said it happened with her with Wu Young from a tease. The same, 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 same. At first, like upon first glance, Wu Young wasn't my bias in a tease. Yeah, HJ was. Yeah. And then when I started watching yeah. them, I was like, oh, Wu Young is my man. Love that guy. So good taste, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> and then now this is the most important poll result. That we probably ever had, Charity. Something major happened in the world of K-pop. Oh my goodness, this week. It was big, big news. I woke up, I had messages. It was huge. And most of you are going to know what I'm talking about. We have to talk about it. Hyunjin from Stray Kids cut his hair. Yeah. This is big. Big. Hyunjin has been the long hair it boy in all of K-pop for years now. Years, Charity. He had that long, like, little ponytail. Yeah, And it just has grown. He dyed it blonde. You know, it's been part of his identity. And a lot of other idols copied it. Now every group has somebody with, like, a half ponytail and long hair and the blonde long hair. It's very popular to have that look. We labeled Hyunjin last year in 2020 K-pop's It Boy. He's just a style icon. Obviously, you all know I love Hyunjin. I was shocked. When I woke up to the news. But I think as a trendsetter, when everyone else starts copying you, you have to move on. Yeah. You can own it for a while, but now everyone's dressing like you. You need something different. Or everyone has the same hairstyle. Time to change. That's what trendsetters do. And Hyunjin cut it off. He looks so handsome. It's a different look. It's funny Mm -hmm. how someone's face looks different based on the length of their hair, you know? Yeah. It makes his face look a little rounder with the shorter hair. I think more masculine. Yeah. Like uh, it's a little more squared off and less long and oval. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yep. it's a more masculine facial kind of line and he looks young. Yeah. He looks like a young handsome man. I think he looks fantastic. He looks really really good. Again, it's a different look. But Hyunjin's my bias, and I love it. So, of course, we had to ask all of you because the timeline was on fire about Hyunjin's hair. It was like the number one trending topic, (laughs) Um, as it should be. This was a big deal. So we asked, you know, Hyunjin cut his hair. What look do you prefer, long, short, or both look great? 26% chose long, 16% chose short, and 58% said they both look great. So yeah, they do both look great. I think so too. I think so yeah. too. I, I think, and the more we see him with short hair, I think the more you get used to it, the more it's like, oh, he's so hot. Yeah. Once the initial shock wears off, like at first you're like, what is this? <laughs> and he is not a bias or wrecker, but it's just his kind of trademark. So when someone messes with the trademark, you're like, whoa, okay. It just takes a minute. It just like, takes yeah, a minute. You look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said that uh, he did a V live. It was great. You know, he's just kind of talking about it. And I N was so upset about it. 
<laughs> he said he was gonna cry, and he Aww. he was he was really upset. So <laughs> change is hard. I get it, Ian. I get it. Yeah, he was upset, but. I'm sure they're all used to it now and he looks great. So thank you all so much for voting in those polls. We do it every week. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens, all one word. Slide into the DMs, introduce yourself. We'd love to be friends. Speaking of the queendom, it's time for some queendom shout outs. We see where you're listening from every single week. So we can see all these locations around the world lighting up with listeners. It's so exciting and cool for Charity and I. So every week we give a shout out to different locations around the world. Just to let you know we see you and we really appreciate you. So Queendom shout out to our Queendom in Washington, Virginia, St. George, Utah, Fort Worth, Texas, Omaha, Nebraska, State College, Pennsylvania. So what's up, Penn Staters? Utica, New York, Altadena, California. Windsor, Ontario. Ontario in general always shows up. So thank you. Shout out to you guys. Berlin, Germany. New Delhi, India. Zurich, Switzerland. Shout out to the Queendom from all over the world. We appreciate you and love you. And it's just ridiculous that all of these people listen to us talk about K-pop every week. Yeah, it's so cool. It's insane. So thank you so much. We're very, very grateful for all of you. Hopefully you come back. All right, Charity, it's time to get into it. Time to talk about this song. BTS and Coldplay released a collaboration. It's called My Universe. We talked about last week how we both were looking forward to this because it felt like it was the right choice for collaboration, that this could be magic. So let's talk about it. What do you think of the song? Oh, my God. It is literally the best collaboration they have (laughs) ever done ever period end of story agreed no debate no debate on this um and i what i love most about it is i love that it not only sounds like this is a coldplay song it also sounds like a bts song yeah it married both of their styles in the most perfect way Mm. i could just go on and on no i agree with you i love that namjoon sings in it like melt my heart Mm. i love i know his tone it's right? so nice oh i love it like i love that he's singing and then hobie and yungi are the ones rapping and usually yeah. hobie will sing if anyone's singing and yeah. june and sugar will be the ones rapping yeah little twist i think it just is so uplifting and it just gives you all the warm feels and mm-hmm. i just oh my god i love it so much i love the chorus i love that they're all singing together your man sounds amazing on oh, it. My oh god. my god. It I is died. just it is epic. It is the best collaboration ever. Yeah, ever. no. I completely agree with you. I think we both can talk about the song for an hour. <laughs> we won't because we've other stuff to review, but like when you said this is my favorite collaboration they've done by far. By yeah. far. You know, I like Steve Aoki's remix of Mic Drop. There's things like that that I've appreciated, but collaboration-wise, this just knocked it off the park. And I hope that Big Hit moves in this direction moving forward with established artists who respect BTS, not artists who happen to be at the top of the charts for that week. That's not the way BTS should go. This is the way BTS should go. They got it right. This is BTS at their best. I really feel like this is BTS at their best. It's like gorgeous vocals, thoughtful rap. And this positive 
large scope message that resonates with everyone. It's just like perfection. And I think what really helped with that was Chris Martin having so much respect for them. They put out like a 12 minute documentary about making this song. Watch it. It's really, Chris Martin's a really impressive guy. I mean, I'm a Coldplay fan and I've been a fan of his not to date myself, but literally for, <laughs> literally for decades, uh, I had that first Parachutes album. Uh, Yellow is still that song for me. I love Coldplay. But he's he's a genuine guy, and he respects them so much. And he said he was approached 18 months ago that BTS wanted to do something with him, and he was stressed about it. Like, how's that going to work? And then he kind of realized this concept of, like, no matter how different you are far apart, you know, it love is the biggest thing in this universe. And he kind of started with that concept, but I know there were major issues with him and his team quarantining in Korea. Somebody tested positive. They had to fly back. They had to do it again. It was a big effort. And he flew to Korea to do this with them, to actually record with them and work on it together. That's why it's the best collaboration. You can hear it. You know, they were all in the room singing the chorus together but it was really fun to kind of watch him light up when he watched them record and pick but me who's going to sing what part. Yeah, this is going to say, I think it also is so good because he was so invested and he yeah. literally had a vision and he kind of orchestrated and was like, I want this voice here. Like he wanted yeah. Tay to do something and then he wanted Jimin's part. Like he had a very distinct vision for it. Mm-hmm. And I think the other collabs are just, what is it? Um, they record over a track. They yeah, go, here you go, very, record your part. Like, uh, cut and paste. Yes. It's very cut and paste. And yes. this is very, you can feel the warmth in it because there's so much investment of him and you can feel the connection that they have. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't like, uh, it doesn't come across, I, I can't think of the word, when it's cut and paste. Like if he had recorded well, separately, they recorded separately. It doesn't resonate emotionally. Yes, Exactly. That's the yeah. that's the thing. A lot of these cut and paste collaborations that BTS have done, to me, there's not a lot of feeling there. I can tell this person just recorded that part and sent it in. I connect with music where there's feeling. A lot of times that's sad, heavy stuff. I think those feelings are very strong, but wow, a song like this. It gave me goosebumps. And I will say yes. like, right when it started, I loved it. But when Jungkook comes in, there's a reason I would pick him as my number one pick for any K-pop group every single day for the rest of my life. He's such a star. His voice is so nice and just cuts through. I loved it in the documentary or watching Chris Martin's face when he started. And then he said to the translator, tell him he is so impressive. (laughs) He's so impressive. And what's so funny too is Jungkook's always nervous. He's always overprepared and worried he's not going to be good enough. And he's just like a phenomenal talent. Phenomenal. But it was really cool to see. I think originally Chris Martin thought he would sing that part with Tay. And then he was like, no, just have him do it. And like Nam June singing with him. The collaboration was so cool and refreshing to see. I love that BTS did some English, but they also did Korean. Yes. Yes. It's where they are right now. If they did all Korean, that would have been great. But guess what? They've been singing it all English songs now for a while. They are singing in English and Chris Martin is British and there's going to be English parts. I love that it wasn't the Coldplay parts are English, BTS is Korean. You know, they let them, there was some fluidity there of Jungkook's going to sing this line in Korean, then he's going to slide into English. I thought that was really smart and it added to the song. 
Suga's rap in Korean was really authentic. Oh God, yeah. It was just, this was really, to me, this is BTS at their best and why I love them. And Chris Martin has such a nice tone. The chorus is fantastic. I love this song. And I want to say too, one of the reasons why I think this song is so good, and this guy always stays out of the spotlight and they don't talk about him, but Max Martin is the best producer in the game in the world. I will die on a cross saying that. Like he's, Max Martin's the best. If you guys don't know who Max Martin is, think about your favorite pop song and go see who produced it. Right. 99%. It's going to be Max Martin. He kind of started out doing really pure pop. He's a Swedish producer. And I think what really kind of his claim to fame in the early days, Backstreet Boys, he did like every song on the first two or three albums. So everybody Backstreet's back and I want it that way. That's him. Britney Spears, that's him. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. More recently, it's Ariana Grande. It's Kelly Clarkson, uh, Sunsi Bungan, Behind These Hazel Eyes. The Weeknd, all of The Weeknd's like ridiculously popular songs the past five years, Max Martin did. He did Blinding Lights. He did Can't Feel My Face. This guy is the man when it comes to producing. So the fact that he produced this song, I wasn't surprised at all. The production is so gorgeous. The harmonies are perfect. It's just, it's a perfect pop song. I love it. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, And, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. I got Don't play with it. Take that shit seriously. I heard it played on an alt station on the radio this weekend, and I was so shocked because I'm used to hearing BTS played on the normal like top 40 stations, but was flipping through and landed on because I heard the BTS song, and then I realized it was a, a completely different station I don't normally listen to. It's because Coldplay. Yeah. And everyone knows who BTS is at this point, but... I feel like having an artist like Chris Martin singing with them gives them exposure to a whole set of other people who normally might not have ever listened, which is only good for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to hurt them to be with a rock band. And I would say like Coldplay now, they're kind of in the pop category. Yeah. But yeah, you could still hear them play it on alternative radio, rock radio, for sure. But they've transcended that. You know, maybe yeah, as yeah. as BTS has transcended the K-pop thing. Mm-hmm. They're just a massively, Coldplay is such a massive popular group worldwide. So is BTS. It's just cool that on an alt station, not only is BTS playing, but they're singing in Korean in parts. Like, yeah. never would have thought I would have heard that. Yeah. Well, and it's great for K-pop fans and BTS fans to hear Coldplay. And now they're going to yeah. become more familiar yes. with Coldplay's catalog. And they've got so many good songs. I mean, 
uh, you know, y'all know me, I love depressing songs and Coldplay has a couple, <laughs> like, Aww. like the scientist is so perfect. Fix You, he wrote that for Gwyneth Paltrow, his ex-wife, when her dad died. It's like a really perfect, beautiful song. Like if you like depressing songs, Coldplay has so many good ones, but then they have happy songs too. They're just a great band. Yeah. This collaboration has reminded me how much I used to love Coldplay and why, and it's refreshing to hear them on a song with BTS. And I just think this song too, it's a great kind of message. You know, it's this whole concept of love is the biggest thing, the most powerful feeling and saying like, you are my universe. It's just, it's an awesome song that I think kind of connects everyone. You know, it's this, cause we're all part of the same universe. I believe we're all connected and we're all part of the same universe and that positive love feelings are stronger than anything else. And you put that out and amazing stuff comes back, not to get too philosophical and all that stuff, but like, I, I love that concept and this just feels amazing to listen to. I listened to it on repeat when it came out Friday. Me too. It was just on repeat all day. And I'm so excited for this release because some of the stuff with BTS, I haven't been in love with some more recent stuff. So this feels really like, yeah. Like, I loved Butter, No Shade. Just the regular version, not the 25 remixes. <laughs> Those I, I could do without, but um, <laughs> but I liked that one a lot. Love that video. I'm excited to see this video. I wonder if they filmed it when BTS was in New York, when they met Coldplay recently. I know. Or if it's all going to be kind of spliced together. That'll be exciting. The music video comes out tonight. We record the podcast on Wednesday evenings. So we decided to talk about the song anyway. We thought about, should we wait another week? But no, this is too big of a release not to give our review now. We can mention the (laughs) music video next week. We'll see how it goes. But we wanted to talk about the song, give them their flowers for an amazing job. I'm so happy. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy. I feel like we're like back to BTS. Yeah. And the most exciting thing that could possibly have happened in the universe, BTS just gets on Twitter and goes, oh, yeah, we're going to do four shows in L.A. BT Jobs, no big deal. Surprise, guys. Tickets go on sale next week. (laughs) End of November, beginning of December, we're doing four shows. First of all, lost my mind because Uh. my birthday is November 30th. And it's a big birthday for me this year. So I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Part of me really did want to be in LA. I like kind of just hiking and doing my own thing. And I have family there and friends and all that stuff. So I was kind of thinking about it. And then this happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to LA. Uh, hopefully. Charity and I are trying for those tickets. So fingers crossed We will for find us. a way, Emily. We will find a way. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's going to be Hunger Games next week. All this like oh, pre-registering. But a huge shout out to their team who recognized for all of us who had tickets to the Map of the Soul tour, Yeah, we get priority for this round. And that's the right thing to do. 100%. Your fans have been sitting on those tickets for years and then didn't get to use them. Like showing loyalty to your older loyal fans is the right move. So yeah. With that code, hopefully that'll help us get tickets, but they're doing four nights at the brand new, I think it's called the SoFi Stadium. It's where the LA football teams play. It's just opened and it's gorgeous. Like I'm so excited just because I haven't been there yet, but that's going to be 
a ridiculous concert venue. Um, they do great stadium shows. So, and I think it's also very telling that their first concert is going to be in the United States. It's amazing is what that is. It's yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking. And I know Korean fans are livid, but I'm sure they're going to go on tour next year. I guarantee it. 2022, they're going to do a world tour. So everyone will get a chance. I'm really excited to see what the set list is going to be like this whole thing. It's just mind blowing that BTS is doing four shows in LA in like two months. Um, And we have a chance to be there. Charity and I are going to try our best. We're going to fly out celebrate my birthday with BTS. I mean, Avi. I feel like, I feel like this happened, you know, on purpose. It's like your present. It's like, yeah, your present. it is. Jungkook knows my birthday yeah. and he's like, well, we can't make it to New York. So let's do LA. I'm sure I'm like, can fly out and I will. So thank you, Jungkook. Thank you to the rest of the guys for agreeing for my birthday concert extravaganza. So nice of them. Yeah, it's a four night affair. Uh, I th- thank you to all the other army who are coming to celebrate me. It's, <laughs> it's going to be it's really exciting that they're throwing this four night concert event for me. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know if I'm going to even be there every night. My life's so busy, but we'll be there one night. So you know. <laughs> Oh, us with 70,000 of our, my closest friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry we couldn't get a bigger venue. So the rest of you oh. have to stay home, but you could watch it, you know, search it on Twitter. Everyone will be recording <laughs> it. So, you know, it's it's an exciting time for me, Charity. I, I know. Yeah. I didn't think this was going to happen. So. <laughs> Shout out to BTS for not only releasing a great song with Coldplay, but for planning an epic birthday party for me. So fingers crossed. The best. It's better than I could do. Oh, literally actually wait i did do this yes let's go with that yes this is all me (laughs) you you just exposed yourself you could have laughed and been like i planned this so jug pack for your birthday um no but it really is like the best birthday gift i could give myself is a ticket to a bts concert i'm praying i get it so good luck to all the army i think i'm just gonna put it out there for all of you listening all of these tickets are going to be hard to get. They're all going to sell out. But I think that Saturday night show, the first show, is going to be ridiculous mm-hmm. because everyone's tweeting about it. That'll be the first time they've been on stage since 2019. Everyone's going to cry. That's going to be a tough one. I don't think we're going to go to that one, Charity. I think we're, yeah. I don't think the first show, but all of them are going to be amazing. It's not like BTS yeah. ever takes a break. They're one of the few acts that I think, no matter where they're performing, it's an amazing show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they make it feel special no matter if yes. they've done it 60,000 times. They will make it feel special. I will cry the first day. I'll cry the last day. It doesn't matter. I haven't seen them in concert in over two years now. We've yeah. had these tickets forever. We will cry no matter what. Oh, so. my God. It's going to be the best. It's gonna be I the just best. think like what I mean by that is living in New York City – you're so lucky to see concerts in Madison Square Garden. I feel like that's the pinnacle. Everyone wants to sell out the garden. And when you do, you've reached a milestone in your career. And the acts give the best show that night. When you see a concert in Kansas City, sometimes it feels like they're phoning it in. It's not the same effort. That's what I mean. Like most acts kind of go whatever in like the smaller markets and then when they're in LA and New York, really put on a show. Like I've, I know acts have done that. I'm not gonna drop names, but I've seen it and been like, eh. BTS never, <laughs> never. Those guys will never go whatever and phone it in. They're gonna 
kill themselves on stage. Those documentaries where they're backstage, like laying there dying because they just gave yeah. it their all on yeah. stage. I mean, they're such hard workers that I don't think there's a good night or bad night. I think we're all going to get an amazing show. Good luck to all of ARMY out there. Next week at this time, Charity and I will be total messes yep. trying to get tickets. So fighting. We hope all of our friends out there get tickets. And if anyone happens to be in LA, maybe we'll do something beforehand. We can all party. And yeah. Woohoo. Like the pre-party for my birthday. It's the VIP VIP queendom party. <laughs> Those other 65,000 are going to have to wait, but all of you can come <laughs> hang out. Um, <laughs> Emily's birthday party featuring BTS. That's what. Oh, that's amazing. That's what this concert <laughs> tour is called. She gets shirts made like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's birthday party opening act BTS. Opening act BTS. So then it's just me standing there, like, well, it's my birthday. <laughs> Everyone go around and tell me why you love me and things you like about me. Perfect. Oh, goodness. Don't give me more ideas. I'll, oh, my sick brain is like, oh, excellent. Um, oh. No, I'll just be geeking out. So excited to see them on stage again. So that was massive news. BTS have had a huge week and you know Coldplay is going to show up at these oh, shows in LA. Yeah, I hope yeah. they show up to all of them because yeah. I would really be sad if, you know, they showed up to one night and the rest of us don't get to see it. But I'm pretty sure Coldplay is going to show up, uh, which would be 100%. Really, that would be really cool to see. And I also, something else with the song that we didn't mention, that extended kind of music at the end he built that in so they could have room for a dance break dance break yeah yeah really cool and really so smart. sweet really smart the whole thing it's just they knocked it out of the park i love this song before we move on why don't we play a clip let's get the queendom we in a good to. mood yes this is my universe by bts and coldplay <laughs> Epic, epic song, BTS and Coldplay. You made it's it so happy. So good. And it's so memorable. Like, yeah. a lot of times when we go to record, we listen to so much music throughout the week when we're doing these reviews. Uh, we go to talk about it and it's hard for me to remember what it sounds like without playing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. This one, I've just been singing all week. and Me too. I haven't heard a negative thing about it. You know, I've played it for locals and everyone loves it. This is just one of those songs that can appeal to so many people. Yeah. Knocked it out of the park. Love, love, love. Congratulations to BTS and Coldplay. We give it an excellent review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, Itzy. Okay, time to switch gears. The ladies of Itzy released a full-length album called Crazy in Love. They're Crazy in Love charity. The first single is called Loco, so crazy. There's lots of crazy things happening. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I'm really interested to talk about this release and kind of itsy 
as a whole, because we've reviewed them now a few times on the podcast and we've kind of seen where they're going and kind of who they are this past year or so. So let's talk about this release. What did you think of the song? And then I want to talk about the specifics of the music video. Okay. I think they're finally back to themselves. I think they experimented a little bit with the last mini album that came out. I think it was April Mm -hmm. and I liked it, but it it was a bit of a departure. This, I feel like, is back more to Itzy. I really like that it was high energy. I like the bass, the electric guitar. kind of drove the song. I thought the chorus was really catchy. They looked amazing. We'll get into the music video in a minute. But I really liked it. I thought it was, okay, this is Itzy again. They tried something. I liked it. Not everyone did. Last album. But I think this is kind of back to... More of their bread and butter, I would say. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, the last one, we're, you're talking about uh, In the Morning, the Mafia song. Yes, yeah, yeah I yeah, liked yeah, it, yeah. but it was different. For yeah, them. musically, that was a different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the hook is catchy. It kind of has this sort of catchy, repetitive melody. I liked the Spanish influence. We've been talking about that with Omega X and with other groups. There's a lot of, if the songs aren't in Spanish, there's a lot of music that's Spanish influence in K-pop right now. And I think that's exciting. I think it's smart and it usually works really well. So I liked that in this song. I like the build up to the chorus. There's one part with Yeji leading up to the chorus that I thought was the strongest part of the song. This isn't my favorite, favorite, favorite song. I think upon listening to it multiple times, it's better. Upon first listen, there were some switch-ups that didn't quite work for me. So I was a little bit like, eh. I will say there's other stuff on the album that I like more. Um, it's yeah, not my favorite, yeah. favorite song. I think I think it's okay, but I hate being this person, but I'm always like, but I like wannabe. You know, I like not shy. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. miss yeah. that. And that's kind of what I loved with them. So yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this one, Queendom. I don't know. What did you think of the music video? Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. The styling to me was everything. I hate it. I hate, I hate the styling aggressively. I'm so sick of the plaid clueless look. We've already seen it a million times. Every single girl group is doing plaid clueless right now. I'm done. I'm over it. And their outfits were specifically horrendous. Hated it. I hated it. I hate it. And really throughout the whole entire music video, I'm like, oh, cool. Set change. Maybe we'll get a better outfit. No, they just kept up with the horrendous outfits. It's like whoever does Itzy styling, I would fire right away if I took over JRP. There's a lot that I would I do. I loved it so much. What did you like? What is there to like? I thought it was cool. I thought it was eclectic. Well, that's a good word for it. No, you know what? You know what? You're right. Eclectic. Right. I love the denim mixed with the no. plaid. It was kind of cool. I loved it. And I, I loved Virgin's hair. I loved her hair. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. Here's why I hate it. We've seen it a million times. Hyunjin, oh. Jenny. We've seen the blonde with the dark, a little bit of red. And this time she just put bangs. And it's like, okay. I literally, the whole time the music video was on, I was like, can we please get a look that like I'm okay with? There wasn't one. There was not one look in this whole music video that I thought was flattering or I liked or I would wear. If I was in this group and that was the costume, I'm done. I quit. I'm going to hang out with Twice. I'll be a stand-in for Twice. I'll be their understudy because like (laughs) at least their outfits, 
I mean, I love them all, but there's at least one in the music video that I'll be like, oh, that looks really cute. I'd wear that. This one, I just was like, this is my nightmare. Like, I think Charity might be working as Etsy's stylist, you guys. <laughs> because every single time they come out. Actually, I, I'll tell you what, I, I liked their um, in the morning, the mafia yeah. looks. Those were just like yeah. black leather. They looked hot. They were pretty and cool. That was the only thing. I mean, I'll never forget those not shy outfits were horrific. <laughs> Right. And, and like you guys, this is not even just like, oh, those aren't my taste. Like these are like literally like the worst outfits ever. And Charity's like, I love it. Like there's no group that divides us more. I know. And there's no group that we're both so passionate about when it comes to styling as Itsy. I think they literally have the worst style ever. And Charity thinks it's the best. It's really funny because it's so true. Because I like love it. I really do. Like I'm lukewarm about it. Like I literally love it. And we'll never forget the infamous Rujin outfit that I was obsessed with and you hate it. Well, I'm just going to be quiet because I'm, I'm going to start oh. getting real spicy here. This is horrific. Horrific. Uh. Horrific, horrific, horrific. Okay. Moving on. Um, clearly, we have different tastes on the styling. Let's talk about the rest of the video. I thought the individual rooms with those huge props, it reminded me so much of Blackpink. Yeah. It was like straight out of... Um, which one is it? Like the do, do, do the giant mm-hmm. tank. And it was just like, I get what they were doing. And I think they went big budget for this music video, but there was nothing in it that like grabbed me. If that makes sense. Yeah. It was just kind no, of I a lot of that. random scenes that we yeah, were like, it wasn't really a concept other yeah. than big budget. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. It kind of just went all over the place and I wasn't getting the concept or if there was a storyline weaved throughout the music video i didn't get it it was just kind of yeah there wasn't (laughs) yeah all right oh now we're gonna do this scene and now this one's a cat like okay we agree on this yeah yeah there was no concept there and it was just kind of a mishmash of like spending stray kids money because that's what this is like let's get real big big budget uh yeah the music video it wasn't a bad music video like take out the styling it wasn't bad i mean there's a lot to look at and they're pretty girls you know they're very attractive they look pretty like they look great I might not like the actual clothing items those wouldn't be my pick but I mean they looked good some of the choreography like the loco part reminded me so much of Red Velvet Queendom Mm -hmm. like putting the crown on your head clearly the same choreographer right that's what it looked like yeah that's what it looked like. I thought the cat ear part of the choreography was cute, but I'm not sure what that had to do with the concept yeah. or the song. Yeah. Um, I guess they're crazy cats at that point. Crazy, <laughs> crazy queens, crazy cats. I guess that's like the theme. Crazy. I don't know. Again, I'm not, I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate the video or the song. I'm just not completely like, wow, I love this. I thought the choreography, it wasn't as hard as they're capable of. I think it's yeah. the, you know, we always talk about how they like really dance their butts off. Yeah, they really do. Great dancers. And this choreography to me, it was a little basic compared to some of this stuff that we've seen them do. I think they're capable of a lot harder, more intense choreography. This felt very girl group cutesy in a lot of parts. So it was just a very, I don't know. This is a puzzling comeback for me. Yeah, I don't know. And that's a weird feeling. I, it's so weird when you're not like, I don't like the song, you know, or I, I love the song. I'm just kind of, eh, all right. Interesting. Fair enough. Fair enough. I have a lot of thoughts on the album. 
And I have a lot of thoughts on Itzy in general, kind of after this, because like we talked about, we've seen them enough now that you kind of get who these who these five ladies are. Let's talk about the album, because they did put out a full-length album. So we had a lot of songs, a lot of different stuff I feel like they tried or did on this. So what songs worked for you? Uh, there are three songs that I liked a lot. Uh, Love Is. I really liked the intro. I thought it was a little airy and light. And yeah. I liked that their vocals sounded really, really amazing, especially in the chorus. Um, Chillin' Chillin', I really, really liked. It's like a good pop track. And I loved the bridge on that one. Mm. And then my last favorite is Mirror. You know, I love a ballad. I feel like it really showcased their vocals. And it, since it was the ent- you oh, you didn't like it? I have so much to say about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it really showcased their vocals since the instrumental wasn't as heavy as the other songs. I get that. Um, I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. could really like hear them. But those were my three favorite songs. I get that for sure. What about, um, you know, they've released a music video for Swipe Left. That's kind of the B-side they're promoting. What are your thoughts on Swipe Left? I think it was okay. I liked yeah. it. I didn't dislike it. But I just, these three songs just jumped out more to me. Maybe because they were more in similar fashion, like they're a little more not so hard. Like yeah, yeah, not so hard. I yeah. get that. Yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying with that. Yeah, I don't hate swipe left. I think it has a good beat, and I think it's very memorable. Like the swipe left, swipe left. It's kind of sassy. Mm-hmm. All of us in online dating world can definitely relate. And what I think works with swipe left that doesn't work for me with Loco, it's simple. Loco, they were really trying a lot with the production and with switch ups. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it reminds me of what you talked about with Sticker last week. Yeah. Not that I necessarily agreed, but I understand what you were saying because I think for me with Loco, I couldn't get into the groove of the song. There was too many switch ups and it wasn't, it just didn't work for me. Not that I love Swipe Left, but it's simple. Uh, and it has a good beat. So for me, just for those reasons, it's like, okay, I can feel the groove of this. And it kind of has a fun hook. It's memorable. I don't think the music video for that one is anything super exciting. You know, they use the phone effect, which we've seen a lot now. So many times. And then twice, you know, twice has their English song coming out next week. And all the teasers, they're doing that. And it's like, we've already seen this a million times. And for me, when it was fresh and cool was when Ace did it for Down. Yes. Yeah. And now everyone's done it and it's overused. Like... For this song, it obviously works. It's dating. I thought the effect, yeah. the actual swipe, and it's a different member each time. They said that was smart. But it wasn't like, wow, this video is so much better than Loco. I would definitely choose this. Which again, I'm, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I didn't hate Swipe Left. A song that I really liked, and I think it's kind of what you were talking about. So Lucky. I would have pushed So Lucky. It's cute. It's happy. It's bubbly. And their higher voices fit this style so much better than the badass concept they keep trying to do. That's my issue with what I've seen from Itzy. They try to do this really like badass, a lot of rap, a lot of quick switch ups, but vocally they have like higher voices. Yeah. And and it never works. I always feel like the songs that they're given expose the issues in their vocals more than highlight the strength. That's my thing with this entire comeback that I kept noticing on certain songs. I think, you know, they had some fun kind of time to get down. We liked party songs, but they're never super memorable. And I never love them because it just doesn't work with their voices. So I think that's not on them. 
that's, you know, the company and producers and everyone that's working on the project. It's tough because I think we both kind of like the lighter songs from them. Yeah. If I was able to kind of get my hands on them and A&R this, I would push them in that direction way more. Like Gas Me Up, if you want to hear what I'm talking about, listen to that song. It really highlighted <laughs> the issues with their rap and their vocals. The label's not doing them any favors by giving them songs like that. Yeah, that was my, my least favorite song. Right. I mean, it's it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. And again, you know, I want to be clear. We're not hating on them. ITZY has really tough competition. The fourth generation girl groups are coming so hard right now. ESPA, insane. And they have such a strong concept. Their concept pictures already have people losing their minds for this next comeback. Vocally, they are very different. Then you have Weekly, Stacy. You have a lot of competition if you're Itzy. And I don't think they fit into trying to be Blackpink, trying to be badass. No. that It doesn't work for their voices. They can do the higher stuff. Like, give them that stuff. Give them cute and bubbly. They're young girls. These aren't 30-year-olds. Like, give them the cute, fun, happy, bubbly, spunky songs. Like, they can they can do that. And I think they would shine a lot more going the direction of Stacey and Weekly and not doing Blackpink or Espa. I just think with the personnel they have, it's not the right kind of kind of thing. Um, you know, they performed Loco on Kelly Clarkson, and it just... Well, their live performances are never the strongest. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There's issues in this group when it comes to singing and rapping. I'm sorry they don't have a standout vocalist in this group. They don't. And when you listen to the ballads, it's so obvious. I can't. Like, if you don't have a standout singer and if your rapper is just okay, what are you going to do performing live on these shows? Then you better dance your butts off. And they have. They have really cool, memorable choreography. I mean, when I think of Itzy, I think of the wannabe shoulders. And that's a good song, too. But if you're if that's going to be kind of your bread and butter of how you make it as a group, then it's up to the company to give them good songs every time. Memorable songs, memorable concepts. Because they can't rest on having the best singer in K-pop, you know? What JYP is doing with them doesn't work, in my opinion. And to spend so much money marketing them to the U.S. with this as the single. Like, again, the Loco performance on Kelly Clarkson, I just thought, you're not picking up an American audience with this. No, not at all. It's weird. And this is the same company that we couldn't even buy the Stray Kids album in America. So It's so stupid. Well, that's it. I don't think JYP understands that girl groups don't translate as well in the Western market, specifically America. When a group like Little Mix couldn't make it in America, you think Itzy's going to? I'm just, I'm not trying to be mean here, guys, but like there's been some ridiculously amazing British girl groups that never crossed over here that are famous worldwide. It's really hard. It's really hard. You're only going to get a Destiny's Child, a Spice Girls, once in a, Once blue in moon. a while, yeah. And the K-pop girl group that is the crossover in America, whether you like it or not, agree with it or not, it's Blackpink. So unfortunately, there's not room for 12 other groups to find massive success in America. And when the rap and the singing isn't like amazingly phenomenal, you're already at a lower point. For JYP to push Itzy and Twice just blows my mind. They should just focus on Twice. I think so too. I think so too. 
I've heard Twice on the radio. I've never heard it say. I've heard Twice and Luna. Other than Blackpink, Twice and Luna are the only two girl groups I've heard on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, well... And Twice, I think Twice ha- is a different deal. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of Twice. And Same, yeah. I understand pushing them, but even pushing them, it just shows me that JYP in that company, they don't understand the American market because the group that JYP should be pushing is straight kids. Straight kids, yeah. Boy groups do way better in the US than girl groups. We have a different culture. It's just a different thing. Music industry people understand that, but I guess not k-pop people because they're spending all of their money pushing twice and itsy and stray kids i mean they still killed it numbers wise with zero promotion we couldn't even buy their album here it just shocks me that itsy would be on the kelly clarkson show and stray kids wouldn't have any kind of american tv presence yep they did uh kelly and ryan a couple years ago that's when i first saw them on yeah. tv yeah uh, but that was a while ago, not since they've had a lot of Well, they don't um, have a label. Success. These other groups have US labels. Stray Kids, they've it's never also they've so never stupid. St- and it's not for lack of interest. It's not for lack of interest. Labels here would die to sign Stray Kids. JYP won't let them. JYP literally sabotages their boy group. And what frustrates me is Stray Kids are the biggest earners by far. For JYP. Yeah. None of you guys can argue that with us. Look at the numbers. Before Stray Kids album came out this year, they were still the number one earners on JYP. <laughs> and twice, you know, like the other Itzy, they had released stuff. Stray Kids were still number one. He needs to let his ego get out of the equation. I swear to God. The whole company, though. I mean, this is a company-wide problem. They're not managing it right. I wish that we could buy out Stray Kids and get them on another label. I know, I because, know. like, their potential globally is insane and they're not getting it because the label is keeping them suppressed and using that money to promote itsy in the united states on the kelly clarkson show with a song that's not even good like that's what frustrates me like this isn't the strongest itsy has been or will be this whole release is just like eh and they've spent that much money they had a premiere you know at midnight on friday the youtube premiere of the music video Stray Kids didn't. Theirs came out in standard Korean time for us. Like, there's just so much that bothers me with the promotions. And the thing is, too, like, I'm a Stray Kids fan, obviously. But if the product was good, I don't care who the group is. Yeah. When the product is mediocre, but they're getting way more of a budget. Okay. Whatever. Um, But what's more interesting is the song hasn't performed well on Korean charts. You know, it's not... Well, it's not their best song. Like, no. I, I like it, but the bar that I have for Itzy is different than a bar that I have for Twice. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree you know, with that. It, I agree it's with just that. different. Like, I don't hold them to the same expectation because I don't... Not that I don't expect a lot from Itzy, but I know their limitations. Yes. So... I'm easier to please with them because I don't have a very high expectation of what I'm going to get. I can just enjoy it. I know their live performances. I won't be blown away by them. The songs I'll like, they'll be fun and catchy. And that's kind of the yeah. the box I've put them in for yeah. myself. But I think everyone can, no matter who you are, can think that Stray Kids is exceptional and your expectations are way higher, but also they deserve to get way more promotion because yeah. they bring in the money. Exactly. That's what frustrates me. If they were the lowest sellers, well, then obviously it makes sense. This is a business. But yeah. your biggest sellers that are bringing in all the money 
why are you not strongly promoting them yeah, and spending money on their music videos? Yeah. Okay. They don't get big budget video music videos. Oh my really. god, no. Yeah. no, no, they do not. Yeah, I mean, but again, this shouldn't be surprising because Got Seven is one of the most talented boy groups. Look what JYP did to them. So it's just unfortunate that one of the most innovative K-pop groups ever is on a label that suppresses them and pushes other acts who just aren't there yet. It's he's also a young group, like yeah. I just, uh, uh, but the thing is too, like stray kids are writing and producing their stuff. We've seen with JYP artists who aren't the songs that they get, aren't that great. I think that's also an issue is the, the actual songs here, no matter if you have a great voice or not, you can only do so much if the song isn't that great. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. I, I just wish that they would kind of go in the lighter direction i think that they could pull that off and it would be nice to see a different concept with them we've seen crazy wild and like badass it'd be cool to see a girly kind of cute concept with itsy musically i'd like them to go in a different direction i don't know i don't know charity it's never fun to not like something but this whole album for me was kind of kind of hit and miss there's a few good songs that i really do like but I don't know. JYP, if you're listening, we, again, are always happy to give you our ideas. Yeah, they just need someone that understands the Western market. I feel like mm-hmm. they really don't get that. And I think K-pop fans might not get that. There's a big difference between boy and girl groups. There is. What sells and what doesn't, there's a big difference. So, you know, I... It's not being sexist. It's not anything like that. There's just something in our culture. Boy groups do a lot better than girl groups. Yeah. If the girl groups do well, it's also a very specific demographic. Yes. Yes, for sure. And it's also like a specific time period. And I mean, there's there's so much that works for a girl group that it's going to be hard for all of these girl groups to find huge success in America is what we're saying. So for a label like JYP, they should put all their money and effort behind one of them and then chill yeah. out on the hardcore US promotions for the rest because like you're already pushing twice. Twice deserves to be pushed. They're the seniors, you know, like they have so many aspects that do make them a hit. They have the vocals. They have everything. Push them. Yeah, I get why you're pushing them. But don't let then Oh, also Itzy, like you're doing a disservice to Itzy by doing that. It just isn't the right business move. In our our humble opinions, this just isn't the right move. And I think they could be successful if they change things up on the next comeback. So I'm excited to see kind of what's next for them and see what the numbers really are for this album. And kind of, I'm excited to see if we're completely off or if we're onto something. Again, I saw that it hasn't performed well on, uh, I think, Melon. It's not doing well. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers are for this in the U.S. Um, If they chart on the Billboard 200, that's very telling. So we'll see if this push to America for Etsy has worked or not, because we could be totally wrong. Everyone could jump on board. Maybe everyone out there is like, you, Charity, and they love the outfits, and now they're in love. (laughs) 
Hey, sometimes that's all it takes is the image yeah. that you're like, I love this person. That's yeah, yeah, that's totally understandable. So we could be very off base, but we we're here to give our honest opinions and reviews. So before talking about our biases, why don't we play a clip of Loco so the okay. queendom can hear what we've been talking about? This is Loco by Itzy. <laughs> like how high energy it is i like the song is it their best one no but yeah. i still like it yeah and it will stick in your head like cray cray crazy like it yeah. there's i mean there's definitely parts that work i would have liked you know something that we talked about the concept if you have like a built-in concept i think that also helps these groups quite a bit you know like espa has this whole storyline we may not have loved it or got it when they first came out but it works as the group gets older. There's all, and there's always something creatively then that you can fall back on, yeah. you know, for music videos and stuff. Oh, let's just add the storyline concept here. Like, let's do this, this, and this. There's something to fall back on. It would be hard to come up with different concepts all the time. We get how hard it is. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But Itzy put out a full album. You know that those five members worked their butts off on it. So it's not their fault if people don't love it <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to say like congratulations to them because they worked their butts off put out an album tons of views on YouTube like Mitzi the Itzy fan base is really strong and really passionate so their fans have their back no matter what and I'm sure they're really happy with this comeback so congratulations to them let's talk about our biases really quickly did anything change with yours who is your Itzy bias as of today uh still Rujin's my bias yeah and Yeji's my wrecker yeah, I still love Yeji, but Yuna's yeah. my bias now. I, I love oh. I like Yuna a lot. I think she's like so pretty. And when she's on screen, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I like that one. Um, you know, I always I'm drawn to her. I think Yuna's pretty cool. But I like Yeji too. She was like my original bias yeah. and always yeah. one of my favorites. There's a lot to like with these ladies. They're an interesting group, so Good luck to them on the next comeback. I'm excited to see what they do next because I think this one's kind of so hit and miss that I have a feeling the next concept's going to be different, which is exciting. So congratulations to Itzy on their full album. Looking forward to what's next for these ladies. But before moving on from Itzy, it's our favorite time of the week, Charity. Queendom, you know what it is. It's quiz Quiz time. time. Yeah. That was my girl group. Yeah. Like quiz time. <laughs> I don't think my voice could get high enough to be in a K-pop girl group. <laughs> I would be a rapper for sure. Uh, okay. Since we're talking about Itzy and Twice and these JYP girl groups, we decided to take a quiz that focuses on them. So this week's quiz is called Let's Find Out Whether You Belong in Itzy or Twice. Ooh, exciting. Right? Queendom, please play along with us. We posted a link to the quiz in our description area, and we will also post this on Twitter. So let us know which group you're in. It'll be interesting to see if we're in the same group or not. We've done quizzes like this in the past, but I don't think we've done Itzy and Twice. So let's get to a charity. Are you ready? 
Ready. Basic question. You know the drill. Choose a color. Red, pink, blue, or green? You know I'm going to go with green. And I'm going to go with red. Now choose a meal. Sushi, burger, pizza, or ramen? Pizza. I know I'm going to pick pizza too. I love pizza. Choose a school subject. Math, science, English, or geography? Science. I choose English. Choose an activity. Reading, listening to music, watching Netflix, or sleeping? Listening to music. I'm going to pick watching Netflix. Choose a TV show. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, How I Met Your Mother, Stranger Things, or Riverdale? How I Met Your Mother. Stranger Things. Choose a girl group. Red Velvet, Blackpink, Mamamoo, or Girls' Generation? Red Velvet. I'm going to go with Blackpink, I think, for this. Okay, choose a boy group. BTS, EXO, Stray Kids, or NCT? I got to go with BTS this week. I know, me too, just because we were just – first of all, I would choose all these groups. Um, But yeah, this week it's (laughs) BTS. All right, Charity, which group are you in? I'm in twice. So am I. Yes. Yay. We're in the same group. (laughs) Yes. Okay, we're in twice. There's no description, but it's fierce and fabulous, and I'm so excited. Yeah, I love it. Yes. (laughs) But we're so excited. Yes, yes. I feel like I literally just got put in the group. I'm like, I can't wait. (laughs) We have a big comeback next week, ladies. It's going to be so fun. What is wrong with me? Oh, God, I love it. Well, if I put in Itzy, I'd be like, okay, we have to do this. Here's what we're doing now. Uh, Okay, well, let us know if you're in Twice with us or if you're in Itzy. The quiz is posted in the description of the podcast along with the playlist. So every song that we talk about on the podcast every week, we put into a playlist for you to easily reference just a little thing we do for the queendom. So those are always in the description. Please play along with us with the quiz. Let us know what group you're in. And thank you, as always, to the BuzzFeed creators that make these quizzes every week. We certainly have fun doing them. Okay. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's move on. Another young group. This group debuted in 2019 under brand new music, AB6. We've talked about them before. We've reviewed them on the podcast previously. This is a full album called Mo Complete. The single is called Cherry. Okay, Charity, let's talk about this. Loved it. I thought it was an exuberant dance song. And I don't use that word very often, but yes, I feel like look it at fits, this. Right? But I feel like Jeez. it fits this song so well. Like that's the first word that came to my mind when I heard the song. Yeah. It just puts you in such a good mood. Yes. Yeah. I love the guitar in it, I love the bass, but it just made me feel so happy. It really just was like, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. No, I completely agree with you. And I would <laughs> yeah. put like with exuberant, like effervescent, like. Yes. Yes. Like cherry Coke bubbling over. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want a cherry Coke. Right? It's just, <laughs> I completely agree with you. I think this song. I love it. It's really, really great. It's a happy song. It would be on my happy playlist. It's just, it's a great song. And they have really good vocals in this group. You know, it's four members. There's not a lot of room to hide. And they all bring so much to the table. I'm with you. I went in with kind of zero expectations. We don't talk about this group that often. You know, we haven't reviewed them 
that often. And I, I remember I liked Close and when we would do the blast yeah, that time. Was good. I was like, yeah. that's a good song. But I wasn't like, wow, I'm the biggest fan of this group. You know, I just thought, okay, this is a good song. I like them. This one just blew me away. So yeah. good. It's such a good song. And we have to talk about the music video. Yes. Love. My favorite concept ever. <laughs> right? Can we talk about this concept? And, you know, we were just talking about how, like, you know, having a concept can help. And sometimes you have these big dramatic storylines, like, that last for five years. Other times you just have a simple concept of it's this and this, and that works too. You need a concept. And I agree with you. I think this concept, fabulous. It's so good. You give me a cute little awkward nerd. He graduates and then he turns into the hot guy. Yep. That is literally love of my life is going to be that. Like that is exactly what I love. I feel like I was such a nerd in high school and I was a late bloomer. Thank God. Um, (laughs) So I can relate to the concept as well. But, you know, the ugly deathling. There's a story of the ugly deathling and you turn into the swan. Yeah. But anyway, I love a nerd anyway. Whether you're a nerd or a hot nerd, just give me a nerd. I love it. I mean, yeah, the ugly duckling thing. Like most people can relate to that. I mean, I can't because I was always hot. Lucky you. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't have that problem. I was always cool and pretty. No, I'm just kidding. I was not. (laughs) Nobody was was always cool and pretty. Everyone goes through an awkward stage, even the hot people. Uh, I'm just clearly, I'm just kidding about that. Definitely went through that stage in my life. But I think, yeah, these nerdy schoolboys. And it was cool because when you're watching it I was like oh is this the concept they're just kind of nerds and then all of a sudden they turn into cool guys and I loved the bright cool guy outfits all four of them looked so hot and I also really loved the colored suits I thought the styling in this music video was spot on so shout out to their stylist it was great and it was fun and fresh and bright This just felt like a breath of fresh air to me. The whole song and music video, I was just vibing with it so hard. And they have their own concept, but they did it in a different way. Yep. Yep. You know, you can use a concept, but put a spin on it. Totally. I mean, and we've seen schoolboy and like schoolgirl concepts a lot, but the reason you see the same concepts over and over again is because they work. You know, people enjoy it, just like movies, just like romantic comedies. It's the same concept every time. People still pay to see it. So it doesn't, you don't have to like reinvent the wheel. It's just doing your version of it. And Mm -hmm. this one I thought was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it. And something with this group that I may not have realized, but I definitely want to call attention to it. The press release said that they're known for being a self-producing group. That all of the members participated in producing and writing process for each of the tracks of the album, just as they have for their previous releases. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? It's like, okay, I love this song. I love the whole thing. And then to find out that they are writing it and producing it, that adds to the admiration for me. I thought that was worth mentioning. So this is self-producing group. Awesome. Love Cherry. It's perfect. Let's talk about the album because they gave us a full album as well. We had a lot of music to listen to this week. We did. In general, I just want to say I liked this album. I think there's a lot to like here. Yeah. There's a lot to like, but let's talk about our favorite songs because we can't pick them all. Right. I think the song I'm going to say first, you 1000% if you listen, you know I'm going to pick it, Down For You, because it had a Latin vibe to it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's so sexy sounding. My goodness. Do you give me a Latin sexy sounding song? Hello? Right right in Charity's vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> um, I also loved Do You Remember? Yes. Yes. Rap. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Emily? So good. I love the pre-chorus. I think yes. it's kind of right. It strips back that melody then, in the pre-chorus. Yes, it's yes, so nice. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. It's it's lovely. It's so nice. I feel like it strips back, and then the acoustic guitar really stands out. You only really hear the acoustic guitar in the pre-chorus yeah. because it gets really layered in, yeah. and then the rest of the instrumental comes back in for the chorus. I just thought it was a smart change. It wasn't yes. like all over the place, but it's enough difference to be like, ooh, okay, that's cool. What a perfect comment right there because it's you're highlighting like everything we've been talking about with like the switch-ups and it doesn't <laughs> – yes, No, but seriously, yes. like a lot of times these groups are trying to layer and do all these switch-ups and it rarely works at the level of yeah. like a stray kids. It's really hard to do that and have it work. That thing you just mentioned where it's it's a change, but it's not so much. It's like that thing yeah. where your ear perks up and goes, ooh, what mm-hmm. was that? And it still all works and blends together and it's not distracting or destroying the melody you had going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so with you on that. My last favorite song is Stay With Me. Yes. Oh my God. Charity. We are same exact ones. same, exact same. And I put Cherry in there too. So Cherry down yeah, for yeah, you, yeah. Do You Remember, yeah. and Stay With Me are my four favorite oh songs. Oh my God, I love it. We rarely pick the same ones. <laughs> Which tells you how good they are. It's that yeah. thing of when Charity and I are so adamant and passionate about the same thing, whether it's good or bad, there's some weight to that, <laughs> that we yeah, both yeah. agree to that level. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I thought on Stay With Me, it's such a like driving infectious song that electronic beats great Wu's voice oh his voice on the whole album I was like wow who is that singing this guy's killing it but there's a part in that one where he just sounds so good I think those four songs and they all happen to be in a row on the album yeah. it's just like hit after hit after hit it's just insane and do you remember I loved the really subtle like ooze in the background of the chorus there's just subtle things in that song that you go, hmm. And Down For You is so cool. That Latin beat, it's just a great groove. They got a lot right on this album. I think it's really, really did. And it's they just really like, did. I love that you love it. Because you guys, we don't talk about this stuff. Charity and I do yeah. not speak about the songs. With one that like, it's a huge release, like BTS, we text yes, each yeah, other. BTS, we usually text each other. Yeah. And that's the one we usually can't wait. BTS, we always text. <laughs> I love it. Or like, I don't know. And then we talk about it on the podcast. The rest of them, we don't say a word. And this reminds me of when we reviewed um, CIX recently. Yeah. And I was yeah. just going into the week, like that recording, thinking, I love this so much. I'm going to be disappointed if Charity doesn't love it too. And I kind of felt the same way with this one this week. This is the album I've been listening to on repeat and just obsessed with. So it's so exciting that we're on the same page yeah. and clearly you are too. But it's because it's so good. Like yeah. that just shows, like you said, that it's just, these are the songs they should go with. These are, or that if you're on the fence about listening to the album, yeah. listen to these songs. If we agree on something, yeah. It's usually because it's really good. Really and if we good. agree and it stinks, sadly, it probably because it really does stink. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if like we're kind of in the middle, like, I don't know. It's not that not the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, yeah. You know, it's probably, probably kind of just whatever. Have such different tastes sometimes. Yes. Some, you know, I think uh, it says a lot when we agree on whichever way it goes. Yeah. That it's something to pay attention to. Exactly. I can totally. And I will say like this album, I thought from beginning to end was really strong. 
when I had to really sit down and make my notes for the episode and pick my favorite songs, it was like, oh, I really like everything right in a row right here. But there isn't a song on the album that I was like, oh, no, not that. Like, it's a good album. It's really good. And the fact that they're so hands-on in production and songwriting. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell because this is the difference from an agency giving a group crappy songs and artists writing their own stuff and being hands-on. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's so true. And that's usually what we connect with. Yeah. That's usually the thread of when something really speaks to us. The authenticity. You can connect because yeah. it's somebody being real and honest and authentic. And there's a lot of singers that are able to do that with stuff they haven't written. And there's no shade. There's so many like Western artists. I think of like Christina Aguilera. I can't believe she didn't write some of the songs that she sings because she's such yeah. a talented vocalist and really yeah. connected and vulnerable. But there's something with the K-pop artist when they write it, there's a feeling in it that transcends a little more. Yeah, there's just something that I've noticed that too, that we both seem to really vibe with. And going back to the BTS Coldplay song, you know, like Yoongi wrote his verse. They wrote the rap parts. And I loved when Chris Martin's eyes lit up when he was asking if they wrote it, because I think a lot of times you show up for collaboration and people don't do the homework They'll write it with you or they'll write it in the room. He was so thrilled that they had already, yeah, it was done. He was like, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's it. Like, I think maybe that's why some people haven't connected with BTS's English releases as much because, you know, they Mm -hmm. weren't hands-on writing them like they are with all their other stuff that's so uh, compelling. Yeah, you can tell. And it doesn't have to be like the you know, dark, intense songs. I'm not talking Black Swan or Shadow. It's just even these happy songs, even a song like Cherry, mm-hmm. there's such a joy coming out of that that's, you know, contagious. But listen to that song all week and just smiling and so dancing good. around. It's yeah. It's that like, um, we talk about like our playlists and I'm always talking about like happy playlists, like Monday morning, I need some energy. Oh, of course this is going to be on there. This is... So good. <laughs> I know when I first listened to it, immediately when I heard Emily's going to say this is a happy pill. Yes, it, it, <laughs> you know it. You know it. I, when these K-pop groups put out a song like this, I'm just, oh, happy pill. It is. You can't listen to the song and not feel yeah. kind of that joy. They really translated it. Yeah, this is a great, great comeback. And very similar to CIX. We reviewed them before. thought they were good. Now getting to review this group again, a complete album. I'm a legit fan. I really, really think these four are super talented. Let's talk about biases. Yes, always my favorite topic. Yeah. If memory serves, we have different biases. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wujin, the rapper, of course, would be my bias. Shock, shock, shock. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and I loved his like red pinkish hair. I thought it was Yeah, really he pulled that off really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks really handsome. Yeah. And uh, I never really had a wrecker before because mm-hmm. there's only four of them. But if I had to pick one, I would say Woong is definitely a wrecker. He's my wrecker too. I think vocally, he's such a standout. Um, and mm-hmm. I love his whole presence and vibe. And he had ridiculous abs in that close video. like. Mm, yeah, I, I sure did. <laughs> I liked. I liked that. So <laughs> I love how I'm like he has a great vibe, best vocals. Also, remember his abs in the close video. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, goodness. I'm being honest. 
my bias stayed the same as well. My bias is Dong Hyun. I love him. Uh, he's really handsome, great voice, and such a presence on camera. But mm-hmm. this is a I, – I really like this group. I really like them. With only four members, it's different. Yeah. And it works. It works really well. I just can't believe that they write and produce this stuff. That's That's amazing. Yeah, that moved them up my list because this is good, good, good. I really enjoyed the whole album. I would highly, highly recommend if you're not familiar with them, click the link to the playlist in the description right now. Listen to them. They're really good. And if you need to pick me up, Cherry is that song. Let's play it right now. Let's get some energy right now, Charity. Also, I like it because it sounds like your name, Cherry Charity. Yeah, I definitely have a lot of Starbucks order with cherry on it. So, <laughs> yeah, Ch- cherry that would that yeah, should be yeah. your nickname, right? Cherry. The best it was should. someone called me Cherry D, the letter D. I'm like, well, I guess if I'm a rapper, there's my name, Cherry D. Oh my god, I love it. Well, it is. <laughs> your name is no longer Charity on this podcast. Your name is Cherry D. <laughs> All right. Well, here's. Anyways, moving on. Uh, this is Cherry. Not to be confused with K-pop rapper Cherry D. <laughs> this is Cherry by AB6. Effervescent song. Bubbling. It's Cherry Coke in song form. This is just, oh, I love it so much. Congratulations, guys. Really, really impressive comeback. We will be on the lookout for any AB6 comebacks from now on and look forward to their releases and what they're going to do. This group is super talented. So, Queendom, show them some love. Or if you're not familiar, give it a listen, see what you think. Yeah. Safe to say we would recommend it. Oh, maybe they'll go on tour. Now that like people Ooh. concerts are starting back up, the excitement of like we might have a chance to see all these groups again. Uh, it's mm-hmm. finally coming back where I'm like, oh my God, if this group goes on tour, I want to see them. And we haven't been able to think that way for like I know. years now. <laughs> it's so nice to have that on the horizon and have those things to look forward to. And we would definitely see AB6 if they came on tour. We sure would. Another group that we would definitely see is 17. (laughs) 17. And they've got a comeback that looks phenomenal in October. I'm so freaking excited for this comeback. We've been talking about In the Soup every week since it came out. In the Soup is sadly over with 17. We got one more episode. So let's talk about this episode. Anything stood out to you? I want to try Joshua's Croffles. Yes. I want those. That's right up my alley. Give me strawberries and whipped cream with them. Sign me up. Breakfast done. Okay, this is a dumb question, but what is a croffle? I thought it was a chocolate he, waffle. I was like, what is that? No, he took 
croissanto and you put oh, it, it was into croissanto. a waffle maker. Okay. Yeah. I miss that part. And I'm like, what is this? What's different than a waffle? Yeah. Oh, that would be very light and airy. Mm. And delicious. Get in my belly now. Thank you, Joshua. First of all, why are they all such good cooks? These K-pop idols cook better than like the average person in America. They always are cooking. They cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for themselves. And I would say at least half in every group can really cook. Yeah. Like good cooks. Like their skills are, it's almost unfair because it's like you're already good looking. You're already talented. You're already a big famous singer. Oh, guess what? I'm a master chef over here. Jeez. Like perfect date to me. I know. And we're supposed to not be in love with you and obsessed with you. Like, I'm supposed to date normals. I can't date normals. Okay. I'm watching In the Soup. This guy just made some delicious garlic fried rice. He made a pizza in his homemade brick pizza oven last night. Oh, what are right? you going to do? <laughs> Seriously. Order ramen. Yeah. Oh, let's order some sushi. No, thank you. <sighs> this is the Did struggle. you build your own pizza oven and make it in? No. Oh, you didn't. Pizza delivery? <laughs> Well, <laughs> Mingyu and DK built a pizza oven, but you wouldn't know <laughs> anything about that. You guys, it is hard out here when you have to date normals uh, when you're a K-pop fan. The normals are really, right? they don't get it. They do Ooh, not get it. They don't. It's like, they okay, don't. you can't sing. You're probably not a great dancer. You're not famous. You you're not famous. Your style's not as cool. And you can't even cook. What are you bringing to the table? <laughs> Like these K-pop boys have raised Uh the bar for all of us. And and it's good in some ways because it's like, no, 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 not going to settle. But it's also depressingly terrible because again, (laughs) the normals are not bringing it to this level. Um, Uh, And 17, these guys brought it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, speaking of cooking, um, DK made like garlic fried rice and, and they use a lot of garlic in Korean cuisine. Garlic works. I like garlic and onions. I love that smell. But- he was like 30 cloves of garlic. <laughs> Charity. That's a lot of garlic. 30 cloves of garlic. Oh my You're God. Make sure nobody's going to be kicking you. My oh. anxiety went up so much with that because, like, I do have an issue with food smells when I cook. I hate it. I hate when my apartment smells like garlic, the whole thing. I get really bad anxiety. So I have to, like, quickly clean up and get rid of all the evidence of that smelly garlic same right same. away I can't just that. And well also it comes out of your pores exactly you're gonna smell like those 30 cloves of garlic for two days yeah. so yeah. you better you know have planned ahead not have a date and be really committed to being stinky if you're eating fried rice with 30 cloves of garlic oh my god funny story this is many moons ago when i lived in la there's a place there called the stinking rose and I was meeting up with someone for drinks after they went to dinner. And they went to dinner to the nope. Stinking Rose. And the Stinking Rose is known for garlic. That's why it's called the Stinking Rose because you come out smelling like garlic because it's such a strong scent. Disgusting. I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't. I was literally making me nauseous because it was such a strong Yeah, that's not a good date. Not a smart, no, not a smart move. not. No, worst idea ever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't eat garlic for days before a date. Right? PSA, everyone. PSA. So, <laughs> before a date, unless you're going together. Yeah, exactly. And if, and if it was 17, like I could like hold my breath for a while, hanging out with them. <laughs> like with them, I would make an exception, but without, oh no, I, that stood out to me, the garlic. I also loved how they were all pushing for season two. Yeah. I hope we get to do this next year. This was the best. There's such an attitude of gratitude Mm -hmm. with all of them. They really enjoyed their time in the forest and spending downtime together. You get the feeling that when they're together, they're always working 
And when they're not working, they're all just kind of doing their own thing and resting. So it is nice to have those like just hang out as friend moments. Yeah. I liked that. The ATVs looked really fun. Hoshi was so cute on his bike. I was like, oh my God. I, you guys, I'm obsessed with Hoshi now. Obsessed. I love him so much. Hoshi's my favorite. Oh, love him. What else happened? Songwon, I like how he was reading. Like when everyone went to bed, he was reading and he was reading a book kind of about like all the hardships somebody went through and what they learned. And he's just so empathetic and insightful. I thought if anyone's stock rose for me during this whole time, besides Hoshi, who I'm obsessed with, I really walked away from this loving him, Sinquan. The eight, I really like. I love his personality. I thought he was interesting and fun and smart and nice. There was just a lot that came from this that changed my opinions, all positive. But there's just people who I maybe didn't pay a lot of attention to previously in 17, who I'm now like, oh, I love him. He's so nice or he's funny or he's really sensitive and smart. Like there's just a lot of positives from this. Yeah, it was great. And the soup was great. It was great. Love 17 and... Cannot wait for this comeback. And hopefully they get a second season because we know BTS got a second season. They definitely will. They have I to. think 17 will too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe BTS will let them use their mansion. <laughs> yeah. It'll be at the BTS two mansions I- that they built. <laughs> yeah. For In the Soup 2. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for that though. That's going to be next month. That'll be really interesting. We haven't seen BTS do a reality show for a while now. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's going to be interesting. You can always see like dynamic changes or personality shifts it's really fun to watch so thank you to the creators of in the soup this was a great one total opposite nct 127 life and gap young <laughs> that's their competition show so the two episodes this week uh they chose rooms they did that whole competition game thing to choose rooms jaehyun won and then talil Young and Young came in like second they tied they all got their own rooms. Johnny and Jungwoo were in the living room, and Yuta was out in a tent by the pool. And poor Yuta. <laughs> it, it did look comfortable, though. Uh, Taeyong yeah, was like, I like yeah. this. And then the next morning, they were, they're were they playing this game that's like Among Us. So the producers like told Tilil that he's the infected zombie, and his goal is to like infect the rest of them while they kind of play these little <laughs> games. That was kind of fun to watch. Like, I liked Dooyoung and Jaehyun and Jungwoo forming an alliance. And it's fun to watch how everyone approaches those things. I liked that Taeyo was so obvious when he was the zombie. Like, you have to be a little more um, under the radar and you have to mark them. So he took his pen and was yeah. so Captain Obvious with yeah. it that they had to restart it. Yeah. Yeah, he's really because funny. he's not good at being undercover I whatsoever. loved it when he was like, I'll infect <laughs> them all. <laughs> right? He, his personality yeah. has grown on me so much with these reality yeah, shows recently. He's, he's really funny. Then when they played it again, Jaehyun was the infected one, and he was really undercover. Like, you didn't know he was. He's a good actor. He's yeah. a good actor. We were robbed of his Netflix debut because some idiot had a bullying scandal. That stupid girl. So stupid. Uh, yeah, so they don't air the whole show that he worked his butt off on. But he's a good actor. You can tell for sure that <laughs> this works well for him. That game will end next week. And they're going wakeboarding, which will be fun because I always like to see. It's always so funny. Right? And it's fun to see yeah. who's good and who's not athletic. 
One thing that stood out to me, though, that didn't have to do with the competitiveness, Young said something about, like, look at our, the clothes they prepared for us today. That'll tell us who the devil is. So are there stylists picking out these outfits? Because if they are, I'm kind of relieved because Young's outfit was so bad. I'm like, why would you wear that? Everyone else is just wearing, like, normal T-shirts. They put him in the dorkiest outfit. And some of his outfits recently, I've been a little bit like, mm, what is that? Uh, so clearly there's a stylist trying to sabotage. So I'm on to you. (laughs) I see what you're doing. I thought that this was a reality show where they were just choosing what they wanted to wear every day. No, no, no. The rest of them probably are, but Taeyong, they're trying to put him in ridiculous fashionable stuff that just looks, I don't know. Way too try too hard. Well, like he's wearing that hat and like the, the whole thing just wasn't my favorite look and I would normally support it because let him live in peace and do what he wants. But that stylist comment really, my radar went off charity. If like someone is doing this to him, like if he's not choosing it and someone's putting him in those clothes, now I feel differently. I hate the outfit. Um, (laughs) Anyways, we've got a lot more life in Gapyong to talk about. It's fun. It's still airing. So if you want to watch that with us, go for it. They're really easy to find on YouTube. And if you have the season app, it airs on season. NCT 127 Stick Together, one of their other reality shows, because they have a lot, they ended. This was only a four episode kind of just like overnight fun thing. So this week, cooking, they played badminton, filmed some TikTok and Instagram lives, did a lie detector. This was just fun. Like in my yeah. my opinion, I like this and in the soup a lot more than like life in Gapyong. Same. I like the chill. Let's see them hang out and relax way more than the forced games and forced betrayals and all the other stuff that feels like exhausting. I'd rather watch them just chill. I thought Stick Together was really fun to watch. But my opinions haven't really changed on any of the guys during like that. You know, with 17, maybe because we weren't as familiar, I started really loving a lot of members. With NCT 127, I'm still like, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's how they are. I love him. And that's funny. I thought their personalities kind of stuck true to what we've seen previously, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun to watch. And I always appreciate content like this where you get a feel of who someone is offstage. So shout out to NCT 127. And that moves us on. Uh, Is there anything I left out or any final comments you'd like to make, Charity? I don't want to move on too quickly. No, no. Okay. You said it all. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That moves us along to the news of this week. So speaking of NCT 127, Sticker debuted at number three on the Billboard 200. Number three. That's huge. This is by far their biggest seller. In the first week, they sold over 2 million copies. So they're double million sellers. You know, being a million seller is a big deal in the K-pop world. They're double now in the first week. This is a massive comeback and it's so well-deserved. Uh, that album I continue to like more and more and more and more. We gave it a long review last week. If you're an NCT fan, NCT 127 fan, listen to last week's episode. We really dug in and reviewed every song on the album. We both liked it. Uh, So congratulations to them. They're killing it. I think they have five or six show wins for Sticker now. I mean, it's just been so well received. And I know that they were nervous. Young mentioned he was really nervous because Kick It was so popular he felt a lot of anxiety that this wasn't going to be as big. No, baby, it's bigger. You did it. (laughs) You did it. It's killing it. So congratulations to them. K-1 
keeping with the congratulations, Bobby from Icon and his girlfriend welcomed their baby recently. So congratulations to them. 17, we talked about their comeback in October. There's also rumors of an in-person concert in November in Korea. So we're getting back to concerts, Charity. It's a good feeling. Uh, Jinho from Pentagon will be done with his military service on November 14th. So Pentagon member coming home. I believe he's the first one from the group that has finished their military service. So that's exciting. Can't wait to see him come back. Uh, Blackpink. Blackpink are all attending Fashion Week in Paris right now. So each member is an ambassador for a different fashion house. You have Jisoo with Dior, and there's tons of pictures of her uh, attending that show. You have Rosé. She's with YSL, East Saint Laurent, and there's pictures of her. She's wearing this cute little black dress. And then we have, we haven't seen Jenny yet. She's signed with Chanel. And Lisa is signed with Celine. So they'll both be in attendance at those shows. Charity, I'm going to pull a question on you. Which one of those fashion houses would you want to be the face for? Would you want to deal with if you were famous Blackpink member? Chanel. Okay. Because I just feel like Chanel is just timeless. The classic. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's hard to go against that. The only thing that gives me pause with Chanel because Jenny's always look great, but like American actresses, you know, sign exclusives with these fashion houses, which means you only get to wear them for the big award shows. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she was always in Dior, you know, at the Oscars. Margot Robbie has a deal with Chanel and she hasn't looked great. Her red carpet looks have been a little off. So that would be my, my caveat is like, oh, I don't know. Those red carpet looks. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, they, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it's hard. I like Dior, but I like Celine a lot. I think Lisa's deal with Celine, it fits Lisa very well, but I like Celine. I think there's some interesting stuff there. So yeah, I don't know. There's no right or wrong. I'm just, huh, I wonder which one I would want. I don't know. You know, if they're listening, I'm open to sponsorship deals. I'm open. We'll see. (laughs) There's a lot on my plate right now, but (laughs) I'm willing to entertain offers. (laughs) that's really it for the news this week i'm sure there's tons of other stuff that we didn't get to but this world moves fast this k-pop world ladies and gents so that's that's all we've got for you tonight uh can't wait to watch the my universe music video at midnight you know we'll talk about that next week and next week we also have espa those concept pictures have been out of this world i'm really interested in what that comeback is going to be twice in my feels their english singles next week we have a lot to talk about. I think Golden Child's repackage, Young Jay from GOT7, K-pop doesn't stop, can't stop, won't stop, and we will never stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. But before we leave you for the night, Charity, what's your song of the week? My Universe by BTS and Coldplay. Yeah, it's unanimous. I think if right? it would have yeah. been any other week, it would be Cherry by AB6. Same, yeah. I love that song so much, but... My Universe, it's one of the best songs of the year. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's an amazing song. So my song of the week is also My Universe by BTS and Coldplay. Thank you for giving us this great song. And thank you, Queendom, for listening. We're here every week. New episodes come out Thursday. Please say hello. Give us a follow on social media. We hope you're all staying safe and healthy and excited about concerts coming back. Going to K-pop concerts is the best thing in the world. I don't think anything makes me happier. and 
Oh, speaking of uh, Monster X, Monster X is on tour next year, you guys. And we're going we're to the here. show at Radio City. We got tickets. Any Queendom who is in New York or will be at the Monster X show, it's at the end of January on like a Saturday night. It's far off, but we wanted to tell you now. We will definitely be at that show. We're really excited. We're going to be hanging out beforehand if you want to come have a drink and get to know us in person. So we'll talk about that close to the date. But yeah, we've got concerts now, Charity. This whole Yay. this whole thing, so much more content. We can actually talk about concert experiences and it's going to be really exciting. Hopefully exciting for you guys too. So yeah, good luck to everybody trying to get BTS tickets. Uh, have a great weekend. Stay safe and healthy. We love you. We're so grateful for you, Queendom. We're sending love into the universe to all of you right now keeping these good vibes going that BTS and Coldplay gifted us with this week. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.